0: Why hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of Orange Juice Optional and I am super happy to say that Suzanne is back with us today. Hey Suzanne how are you feeling?
1: Hey Michelle I'm feeling about 80% better than I was even a week ago so that's always good. Yeah it's been a wild couple of weeks for
0: me. Yeah definitely just listening to to your voice right now, I'm trying to judge how you feel because I think this is the longest period that we haven't actually at least talked on the phone once in a couple weeks or
1: something True. like that. True. Yep. I was I was hit by the COVID bug. I had gone to Atlanta for Atlanta Market and to spend some quality time with my daughter Katie, who graciously filled in for me last week because I was still down for the count after COVID. But when I was in Atlanta, it's clearly where I picked up COVID. I'd been home for about a day (laughs) when I started having symptoms and woke up the next morning and was like, well, I have COVID. (laughs) And then my test confirmed it.
0: And then you started that journey to
1: recovery, which you're still on. Which I'm still on. It took about 10 days before I, well, it took me about 10 days before I even left my house, before I even left my sofa, frankly. And by the 10th day, I took a COVID test and it was negative. I had taken a COVID test about six or seven days in and I was still positive. So then I was taking one every morning and by the 10th day. I had a no- negative COVID test, but I was still feeling like shit, frankly. <laughs> it was, I mean, and I'm still, I'm a week after the 10-day mark and I'm still, I hit about three o'clock in the afternoon and I'm like done. <laughs> like I am tired. I got to go lay down.
0: Well, it so. does give you an excuse to... <clears throat> watch some of your favorite shows on TV like MASH or Little House on the Prairie because what else are you gonna do
1: do, do you have covid brain fog too i don't think i do but i think maybe some people around me think i do <laughs> i don't feel the brain the covid brain fog but um but i i know that people at my store are questioning it like ooh yeah you can tell she's had covid <laughs> She's a little loopy.
0: Well, I'm still feeling very fortunate. And I'm going to knock on wood right now. Please do. That I have not yet had it. I'm sure my time is coming. But no, why am I even throwing that out in the universe? I have not had it. And I'm feeling very blessed at this point. So, Yeah,
1: very confident that maybe you'll squeak by. And I feel like, like when I was in Atlanta... For market, which we should talk about, the Atlanta market and how valuable it is to go to Atlanta when you own a retail shop. We should talk about that because it was pretty incredible until I got sick. But it seemed like COVID was in the news. You know, it was like, oh yeah, COVID. It, there's a huge surge again. You know, 28 out of 50 states are having huge COVID surge. and I I knew that Arizona was having a COVID surge. And Georgia was having a COVID surge. Alaska, I know, was having a COVID surge. So, but I haven't heard anything uh, since then about COVID. So I'm thinking, okay, well, maybe the surge is over. Maybe we're going into a little dip and, you know, you bypass this round.
0: Yes. One can only hope. So, With your experience with COVID, and you don't have to share with us because I know everybody's journey is private, but you kind of do like to talk. So I'll just throw it (laughs) out there. What was the worst symptom for you? Was it just the feeling lethargic or was it the fever?
1: I actually maybe had a fever for one day. So it wasn't the fever. I had a deep, deep chest cough that about killed me. i I coughed so hard i thought i was going to cough up a lung i and there was one night from the day i knew i had COVID, i started taking mucinex every 12 hours called my doctor my doctor said absolutely stay on mucinex it's going to loosen up all of that you know tightness you know i sounded like i had croup when i was a kid i used to get bronchitis every year and it's almost like COVID attacks your weak link in your system because bronchitis was my thing when i was a kid and oh my gosh i haven't i haven't coughed that hard in since i had pneumonia like 15 years ago it was just and i had one night where i was coughing so hard i was vomiting <laughs> because it was so bad oh my but, gosh yeah that was the worst night but then after that it was kind of like i turned the corner and i started feeling better but that cough about did me in.
0: Now, that sounds miserable. And I know a couple other people in my close circle that probably the cough was the worst part of their experience also. Right.
1: And so. the, there's a younger group that I know of, you know, just scattered through that, where it's a sore throat that is real. And I don't know if it's a different variant or if there, it's just impacting them differently. But- Um, where the sore throat is the killer. And so, yeah, I just think it really attacks everyone differently.
0: Now, did you just do home COVID tests to confirm or did you actually go in and have a COVID test? (laughs) And I'll just ask this too, if you went in and had a COVID test, can they determine from your test which string of COVID you have, which variant?
1: I did not go in because when I whatever morning it was the first morning i woke up i i suspected that i was getting covid the night before i woke up the next morning i took a home covid test and it was <laughs> i laughed cuz it's like taking a pregnancy test i mean there was no doubt i had covid that second line turned black i i'm like okay i clearly have covid i don't need a pcr test to confirm this because i was sick i had symptoms and I had a positive home at home test. I did call my doctor because I wanted to know more about Paxlovid. Is that something I was eligible for? Should I consider it? And my doctor's like, no, don't consider it. We save that for people over 65. We save that for people who have other um, issues, you know, health issues that they have to face. And they talked about the rebound effect. You could take Paxlovid. And it cuts COVID short, but then you go off of Paxlovid, which we know happened with President Biden, um, and COVID comes back. So I chose not to do it. She said she would prescribe it for me, and I just chose not to do it. So,
0: Well, I did love initially your fighting spirit because I think you had sent me a message and said, I think I have COVID, but I tested negative, but I'm still gonna be able to taste or I can still taste my Chardonnay. And I was like, oh, (laughs) you've got a fighting spirit, you're gonna try and get that Chardonnay down. And yeah, yeah, well, that
1: was that was early in the game. Because it
0: was very early where I don't even think you'd been confirmed with COVID yet at that point. I'm like, at least you're fighting it every step of the way with routine. And
1: yeah, and because probably three days after that, I thought about having a chardonnay and I tasted it well here's what scared me is I had made this I have this chicken dish that I love and it's one of those things that you just buy it and then you bake it at home and it's loaded with garlic and I usually love it and I took a bite of it one night and it tasted like cardboard and I'm like oh crap I can't taste this and you know I could still smell the garlic but I couldn't taste anything and it's like oh no I can't stand it and um and that night I thought I'm gonna have a glass of chardonnay and the chardonnay tasted like um not like water but like I don't know it just it tasted like tinny water is what it tasted like and it's like dang it yeah Um, striking out everywhere on food and beverage yeah and um but that didn't last long i the chardonnay yeah i stayed away from it for about a week because it was just like i just didn't have a desire to taste it i mean i was like i don't care i just don't care
0: so you're back on it now
1: um, yeah, I did have glass okay. last night and it tasted pretty darn good.
0: Well, good. That means the taste yeah. and smell is coming back, which yeah. is Definitely. important. It adds so much joy to life when you can enjoy what you're putting into your body.
1: I agree. It's like absolutely
0: it's like I wonder what good your, is it? if I were to get sick and lose my taste and smell, I probably should just eat vegetables for that whole week to make up for all the other times in the year, I don't eat them because I'm not, I can't taste them anyway. But for me, it's right. more of a texture thing.
1: I was go- just going to say that. I think for me, my food is all about texture and not so much about taste
0: or yeah. color or the way it looks. Like certain color foods, I have a hard time eating just because of the color, like beets. That is something oh, I could never yeah. eat because Ugh. I can't get past the color.
1: Yeah. I've never thought about color, but texture is definitely a big one for me. Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
0: Um, Okay. Anyway,
1: there we have it.
0: Well, I know you're not a good nursemaid when other people are sick around you. And now this time you were the patient. So I've got to ask you this question too, because as a friend, I'm not wanting to bug you too much because I know you don't feel good, but I'm wanting to check in with you. So my question is, how much is too much communication when you're feeling bad? Like is one message reaching out a day enough or is it too little? Do you think people have forgotten about you?
1: I definitely felt like people had forgotten about me. I appreciate that you texted me every day to see how I was doing, but yeah, I Felt, and part of it was that I was home alone, which was a good thing because, yeah, I don't like attention when I'm sick. I like to just disappear. You know, I don't want anyone waiting on me, asking me if I need anything. You know, I'm good just being by myself. But, and I also think that has to do, that's one of the symptoms of being sick is kind of <laughs> that feeling sorry for yourself. <laughs> you know, that I feel like crap and I don't have any friends and no one cares about me and um, but I had you of course texted checked in with me every day to make sure I was doing okay my kids checked in with me every day my really good friend Linda checked in with me every day she actually brought me soup and a sandwich which was really good because i had forgotten that i was hungry and when i got the soup and sandwich and i ate it it's like oh my god this i can't believe how hungry i've been (laughs) so but i do did kind of go through a woe is me stretch where it's like nobody cares about me
0: (laughs) oh i hate that feeling and i've had that feeling in my life before too but Uh, i truly didn't know how much was too much because i didn't want to bug you like if you were resting
1: Yeah, but then if it's a text, it's easy because I can just text you back when I'm feeling good enough to text back. And it is really reassuring to know that someone's thinking about you and someone's checking on you. Okay. And I'm just going to say that too. I'm never sick. So it's been years since I've been down for the count. I had one week where like during COVID where I was sure I had COVID, you know, where I was just tired and I slept on the couch all weekend, but I wasn't really sick, sick, like this kind of sick. And I was thinking, first, first of all, I'm I'm a pretty healthy individual that I never get sick. And then, so when I am sick, I think, am I ever gonna feel good again? <laughs> am I ever gonna feel like myself again? Or is this how it's gonna be now? And, you know, and it's like, okay, Suzanne, you're just sick. You're going to be fine. You're going to feel better. But yeah, in those woe is me moments, it's like, I don't know if I'm ever going to feel like myself again. Will I ever have energy again?
0: Yeah, because you kind of forget what that feels like because in everyday life, you do take it for granted that that's the way it's going to be like, and right. when there's a significant change like that, it's like, oh my gosh.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like we have beaten COVID into the ground now. We, <laughs> How um, much can I say about having COVID?
0: <laughs> we have kind of beaten it into the ground. So I just want to ask you, because you mentioned it earlier, did you listen to the episode with Katie and I?
1: I did not. I wish I had. And I still can. I still can listen to it. But I've still been kind of just in my own little world. And I I haven't, I do veg out and watch TV, but I haven't been listening to anything. I haven't been doing anything. So no, but how was it? I know you talked about beauty. Beauty Trends
0: 2022. And of course, Katie is fabulous. So I just want to throw that out there. A huge thank you also to her for stepping in while you were feeling under the weather. I was telling her, and when you listen to the episode, you will hear that I tried to record it on my own. Oh, but it was late at night after i had had a couple drinks and (laughs) I probably started over 10 times. And then I was like, nope, this isn't working because I'm looking right at a screen and nobody's talking back to me. And Uh. maybe I heard Rob laughing from the other room because he probably (laughs) thought it was hilarious, (laughs) but I gave up that. And then you're like, oh, Katie can do it. And I'm like, yes, score. Yeah,
1: yeah. I know. I thought about that too. I thought, could I just talk for a half an hour with no one listening? Probably not. It's <laughs> a would... lot harder than I thought it would be.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it really, it
1: would, yeah, it would be tough. It would be tough with and I no thought... one to react, I mean, to what you're saying. It, that's he, hard.
0: Yeah. And I thought I would do that episode that I've been wanting and we've been talking about on spirituality and intuition, but... Mm-hmm. That was even hard, and it was like crazy. So, thank you so much to Katie. I, Suzanne, I know you haven't listened to it, but I do have to admit that I did throw you under the bus with Katie a little bit. And maybe it's not throwing you under the bus rather than sharing a confidence you shared Mm -hmm. with me. I don't even know if that's right. Because when we were talking, and Katie was going to be a guest, you suggested five things that every lady should have in her purse. And you predicted what those five things were going to be for Katie. Right. And so I shared those with her and we did a little like, how well does your mom know you
1: section? Well, and that was my intent when I sent you the list.
0: Oh, good. So I didn't like betray your confidence or throw something out there you didn't want. No, no.
1: That was my intent when I sent the list. I want to know how I did though. Okay. Because she and I did talk, and but there was just one thing on the list that she's like, what are you thinking, mom? Why would you even say that? But And I bet I, guess,
0: I can guess what that one item was, because she did have a reaction like, what? It was the <laughs> eyelash
1: curler. Yeah. And I told her that goes back to a moment in time. I was with a really good friend of mine with Katie, and we were kind of poo-pooing the eyelash curler thing. And she whipped her eyelash curler out and said, see, this is why it's so important. And we were like, okay, you're right, it is important. So I was going back to a moment in time, which was probably 15 or 20 years ago.
0: Right, and a lot can change in beauty in 15 to 20 years. Heck, a lot can change in like three months. But you know where the eyelash curler is concerned? That piece of equipment has always scared me, like terrified me, so I never used one. (laughs)
1: That's funny. Um, I actually never have used one either because I just don't, I don't take the time to do that kind of stuff. I figure, well, yeah, I'll just, but so tell me what was on her list okay. and how many I got right. Well, there was a little
0: bit of debate. I would say you either got two right or three right. So I'll read your list just to refresh everybody who's listening this week. So the five things you thought Katie would have with her is a highlighter, signature fragrance, a signature lipstick, an eyelash curler, and an eyebrow pencil. Okay. And so what she said she would always have with her, or the five items she said she would always have with her are mascara.
1: Oh, yeah, that's a good one.
0: A lip liner. And you Which said lipsticks, lip- so that's where the little bit of controversy. Do we oh. give it to you or not? Oh, hell yeah,
1: you give it it's lip color. I could have said lip color, and it would have covered both bases. So we
0: both agreed to give it to you, though. Oh, so thank goodness, yeah. So you got that one right. The eyebrow pencil you got right. Oh, yep, yeah. good one. The perfume you got right.
1: Yeah. And then moisturizer. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I'm surprised she didn't say highlighter because she uses, she's very good with her highlighter and she uses it. She usually gets really a lot of compliments when she uses her highlighter. So I'm surprised she picked moisturizer over highlighter.
0: And you know, she did say, oh, that's a good one. Just like you said that about the (sighs) mascara. mascara. You guys sound so much alike. (laughs) It's like you raised her or something.
1: No, she raised me. (laughs) She she's taught me most of those things. Although I don't ever go anywhere without my mascara or my eyebrow pencil. So you're following trends. Yep, exactly.
0: But she then asked me, what are the things that you carry with you for beauty?
1: Uh And
0: honestly, I didn't have much other than lip (laughs) balm and like a lotion, like a hand lotion. (laughs) <laughs> okay. That's pretty sad. I don't carry anything in my beauty routine with me.
1: Well, I don't know if you have to carry it with you. I mean... Well, you said in the purse. That's
0: why I'm just oh, saying... Oh,
1: okay. Well, and that would make sense. But I was going to say, because you do your makeup a lot. Like when we go out to dinner, you always look really nice. You always you take care in how you look. And
0: Oh, yeah. I'm not saying I don't take care because if you were to see my product bill every month, you would know that I spend money on my skin and stuff. So yeah, yeah. it's just I don't carry a lot of the stuff with me in my purse. Yeah. In my purse you're gonna find more like a leave or right. medicine. <laughs> yeah. Zycam or uh, yeah. Zero tech or something.
1: See, that's so funny because we should have that conversation about what are the things you can't go anywhere without. And mine would be my Carmex and Advil. And I always have like a Pepsodacy or something in case I get heartburn or but you c- kind of are a walking pharmacy
0: because whenever Rob and I forget something, we'll be talking amongst a group, like, oh, you know, did you bring any sinus medicine? And you'll be like, I have some. And you'll yeah, pull out a little altoid box and you'll dig through it and you'll find like the I medicine know. we're looking for.
1: I know. And I think that's very creative of me to use my little altoid box as my pill box because I carry a very small cross body bag. So I don't can't fit a lot of things in my purse. And that my Altoid is my medicine cabinet. Yes, I think it's very clever. Yep, so I was just gonna say, because I have to have my lip balm, I have to have my medicine cabinet of pain relievers, and then I have to have mints. I cannot go anywhere without mints in my purse.
0: You're much more dedicated to that process than I am. I would say the thing I can't go anywhere without is my wallet because I need my credit cards.
1: <laughs> well, right, and I do, I always have, and I carry the same bag all the time. So I'm not very good at switching bags because I'm always afraid I'm gonna forget something because a credit card is important. I always wanna have cash and I always wanna have my ID with me as well. Yeah. And I'm always afraid I'm gonna forget something and it messes up my routine if I switch bags.
0: I understand that. So do you take the time to inventory your Altoid box every once in a while to see what you need to throw in there?
1: As a matter of fact, I was driving somewhere yesterday because along with my tiredness post-COVID, about three, between three and four in the afternoon, I get a headache every single day. And I was driving yesterday and I reached for my Altoid box container to get my Advil and I was out of Advil. And it's like, Suzanne, what are you thinking? Because I then I actually stopped at a Walgreens and bought Advil so that I could take Advil for my headache.
0: Yeah. Well don't forget to fill it up now. Hopefully I did. this is when your reminder. Home. Okay. I,
1: I got okay. home. I filled it up. So I'm good to go.
0: Well that's awesome. I yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything I like I hate putting them in, but I like to have eye drops with me in case my eyes ever start to get irritated.
1: Yeah, that's a good one too. I never have eye drops with me. That would be something that, if I had a bigger bag, I would carry eye drops with me. I I have have... those,
0: not that you wanna share eye drops, but I have those.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I would never share eye drops, (laughs) but
0: that's- I wouldn't either, that would freak me out.
1: Yeah, but I also always have to have a pen in my bag and I hate it if I don't have a pen in my bag. Yeah, that kind of freaks me out
0: too. So I would be in agreement yeah. with that. So, you know, for talking about really nothing, like COVID right. and just general chit chat, which is something to us, cause we were getting caught up. Is there anything else that you want to talk about before we close out this episode? Do you want to talk quickly about the Atlanta market or do you want to wait
1: for oh, another no. episode? I- I have to wait for another episode for the Atlanta market because that for me, is an episode in and of itself about how I go about the process of choosing things, how I pick my vendors, the whole process of getting there, getting back to my hotel, everything about it. It's a whole conversation and it's so worth it.
0: And it energizes you. Just listening to you right now, you're feeling energized.
1: Yeah. And I think back to my Atlanta trip, and I just think, God, that was a great trip. It was a great trip, even though I got COVID.
0: Would you do it again, knowing that you get COVID at the end?
1: Well, I don't know about that. I don't know if it's worth risking (laughs) COVID. (laughs) At this point, I'm a little COVID shy. It's like, please don't let me get it again.
0: No, I get that, I get that. And I know you have a little bit of travel coming up, as do I, so Mm -hmm. we'll be on the road dealing with airplanes, which is never fun, travel. I know,
1: but it is what it is.
0: It is what it is, it gets us where we need to go and to see the people that we want to see and need to see, so it's a good thing. Yep, okay. Okay. Well, I guess with all that shared, I'm just going to go ahead and say cheers, everyone. Until next week.
1: Cheers.